At 4ZZZ, we acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we broadcast. We pay our respects to the elders past, present and emerging of the Turbul and Jagera people. We acknowledge that their sovereignty over this land was never ceded. And we stand in solidarity with them. You're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. Amplifying the trans and gender non-conforming voices of Brisbane and beyond. Hello, hello, you're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. Transmission all about amplifying the voices of the trans and gender non-conforming community of Mianjin and beyond. Uh, and where we play exclusively music by trans artists. And uh, speaking of incredibly cool trans artists... <laughs> <laughs> um, we've I've I interviewed Doris uh, from Newcastle yesterday morning here at Four Triple Z HQ. So we'll be listening to my chat with both Zeke and Bronte from Doris. Awesome, awesome band. And yeah, as usual, the week in community events and news. It's just me today. It's just Ez, he him, by the way, in studio. So let's just enjoy the sounds of my voice today. On this rainy, rainy Brisbane day. So, first up, the week in community events. This one is by Trans Health Research. So, there's going to be a session on some of their findings, which this will be online on Friday, 7th of July from 12 p.m. till 1 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. It's completely free. You do have to register to attend. So, Trans Health Research conducts research with one goal to provide robust evidence to improve the health and well being of trans and gender diverse community. Our research findings have been used to guide health and well-being programs and treatment guidelines and have translated into health policy, including contributing to government investment in two new multidisciplinary gender clinics. This is in Victoria and a statewide training program for health professionals in trans health, also Victoria based. We invite representatives from LGBTQIA plus community organizations and support groups across Australia to hear about key findings from our research and discuss how to use our data to guide policy and funding. So this event will be recorded and made available as well afterwards should you not be able to attend but it is this friday it's completely online it's completely free and it's july 7th yeah 12 p.m till 1 p.m also this weekend on friday sorry saturday hmm let me check that i believe emo carnival 2 is happening which is emo night it's apparently a monthly event down at the bright side it's 27 dollars to 37 dollars you can check that out online emo carnival is back with a vengeance for round two bigger and better we'll be playing the best bands in emo with magical performances and a seriously competitive best dressed write your emergency contact on your arm kids you'll be getting lost at this carnival <laughs> so there's some free stuff as well there's gonna be magician fortune teller fairy floss popcorn and emo clown makeup uh, so dress to kill be sure to tag your outfits on instagram Instagram for your chance to win best dressed uh, best carnival inspired outfit could win prizes of $100 voucher there's giveaways from berserk pokemon plushies fugglers and squishmallows gosh i love squishmallows such a wonderful sensory experience <laughs> anyway so there's your week in community events then we've also got the news so in national news i will do a trigger warning for the next couple of news articles coming up so high performance guidelines released for transgender and gender diverse inclusion in australian sport australian sports commission ceo kieran perkins said the new guidelines were developed to offer clarity domestic sports asked for australian sport must comply with the sex discrimination act which makes it unlawful to discriminate 
discriminate, harass, or victimize on the basis of sex or gender identity. Exemptions are allowed in sport where unfair advantage or safety risks risks can be objectively proven. So that's some good news. In international news, new anti-transgender laws will hurt Indigenous people's rights and religious expression. So in Montana's Republican, Governor Greg Giafonte became the latest to sign several new anti-trans laws, including one that will prevent gender-affirming medical care for minors. One thing these new laws do not take into account is that the 12 federally recognized tribes in Montana have historically recognized multiple gender identities, including transgender identities. Most indigenous people recognize multiple gender identities that are believed to be the result of supernatural intervention. In this regard, Montana State Rep Donovan Hawke, a Democrat from Butt, who is Crow and Lakota, said, It surprises me that this country is only a couple of hundred years old and we were not able to function with LGBTQ people in our communities. Indigenous communities have incorporated LGBTQA plus peoples within their societies for centuries. As an Indigenous scholar who studies the history and religion of Indigenous peoples, I am troubled by how these new anti-trans laws might affect religious expression and the rights of Indigenous communities, not just in Montana, but across the nation. Yeah, so that's... Don't mess with supernatural uh, humans, that's all i got to say. Uh, <laughs> and uh, also in international news, a little something light, if you watch the TV show Glamorous... Uh, Glamorous star Miss Benny just came out as transgender and says she is now breathing freely. Although she is ready to share her true self, she admits sharing her transgender identity can still be daunting, considering she grew up in a religious Texas household where queerness was totally not the vibe. So yeah, congrats to uh, Miss Benny. That's really cool. I've been watching Glamorous. It's been interesting. It's um, cool to see what young people are making and consuming on television and it's definitely so much more progressive and queer and and gender bendy and and fun and uh yeah it's good and glamorous is is pretty great i'm i'm into it it's got um oh my gosh i have completely forgotten her name she plays samantha in sex in the city uh she's also in that show um and kai and i were chatting the other day about how we think that she must have been the first person that we can think of samantha from sex in the city that was slut proud on television as good representation for slut pride. So yeah, I have to agree. I'm sure there's others, but yeah, anyway, I'm just I'm sharing that moment. We're now going to listen to a pre-recorded interview I had with Doris, Zeke and Bronte from Doris. They're a band from Newcastle. They're currently touring the coast. A lovely group of kids. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just gonna push play on my chat with Bronte and Zeke. I'm here this morning with uh, Bronte and Zeke from Doris. How are you both doing? Good, Good thank you. Thank Thanks you. for having us here. You're, you've just been starting your tour. You're touring up and down the coast, is that right? Yeah, yeah. We started last night. We played at King Lou's Throne in the valley. Um, then we're off to Canberra next. How's the tour been going? Has it been like it's only the first night? How do yeah. you expect it to go? Um, so far, it's been pretty fun. We've met some really lovely people, like... The Naki Soul and local authority crew were like really lovely to hang out with. Um, and yeah, we sort of like secured uh, floors to sleep on for the rest of the tour. So we should meet a bunch of more epic people along the way. So, yeah, yeah, nice. There's five of you, right? Yeah. yeah there is. And we have a six person to 
do some video work for us. Oh my gosh, so there's six of you sleeping on floors across Mm. the country. (laughs) The van right now is very, very full. Yeah. (laughs) So you're in a van. Is it it spacious or is it actually really quite cramped? Um, If you're like sitting in the back seat, you've got plenty of leg room, but anywhere else, I think we're all very much on top of each other. We have, it's like a three seat bench seat across the front that we have, someone has to sit in the middle up there for us to like make it work. And it is pretty whack, but <laughs> oh we're super lucky to like have a van for the tour, so we can we can be pretty grateful about that, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, is it is it one of y'all uh, car or is it um, someone else's car to be borrowed? Yeah, it's my dad's. Yeah, nice. <laughs> he was he was very very excited when I asked. He was like, "Oh yeah, of course you guys can take it," and then just like made sure like everything was right with it before we went. Aww. Gave me like a full debrief, and I was like, "Okay, dad, I need to leave now." This is how you change a flat tire. <laughs> yeah, no, I still I don't think I paid attention. I still don't know how to do that. I uh, yeah, no, they're not. They're not the easiest things to do. I mean, once you do it a couple of times, you get the get the hang of it. But um, not when you're on the side of the road and like halfway between like nine hours from one city and nine yeah. hours from another place. Yeah. It can be like, oh crap, what am I doing? <laughs> Hopefully, you don't have any of that. Hopefully I'm touching. I'm touching not. the wood of the <laughs> <Yeah>. panel for you. <laughs> um, so, how did you form? How did Doris come to be? Um, well, Colin, who is our other guitarist, and Miles, who's our keys and sax player. Uh, those two and me went to school together, um, and we had Ethan and Billy, who were our old drummer and old bass player, who also went to school with us. Um, and then just over the years, things just changed and evolved. And now uh, we met Charlie, our new drummer, because um, he's in another band called Ricky's Breath, and we're all big fans of that group. And Bronte, weirdly, was in this band called Milky Thread when they were a kid. And we sort of grew up listening to that because it was really like indie surf rock sort of stuff, um, which is just what 14-year-olds listen to. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And then we all knew who Bronte was. And so then we finally met them. And I was like, whoa, this is really cool. Do you want to come play bass for us? And they were like, yeah, of course. And I was like, oh, wow. That's like such a trip to like go from seeing them at like shows like as a child and now just like being in a band together so yeah oh that's really sweet i mean did you because like with indie surf surf rock was that sort of the genre of music that you're in with milky was it milky thread yeah 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 that's what we played it's not what i liked to play right right so this is like just testing the waters of bands really you're just like what's it like to be in a band just dipping my toe in seeing which one i like so far i'm I feel like I'm pretty comfortable in Doris. I enjoy the music we play as well as the people, so I'm like quite happy where I am right now. Yeah, right. I mean, like with the five of you um, at the moment, is that tricky when it comes up when it comes to writing music? Do you all collaborate together, or is it like a individual that comes with a project? Like, hey. Um, well, I usually will have majority of a song sort of mapped out in my mind um, with like my guitar parts and a lot of the vocals. Um, and then when I bring it to the band, I'll be like, oh, I want, you know, another guitar here, a piano here, and things like that. And then within that, like, space, everyone sort of brings their ideas and inspirations to a track. Um, I don't think we've had, like, many issues writing recently. We've been in a really good groove, which has been really fun. Like getting in the yeah. flow and in the zone together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Uh-huh. Are you expecting, because you've got two singles out, right? 
Yeah. And, and the EP. Yeah. And an EP, yeah. So when, is there going to be an album? Or yeah, that's yeah? what we're working towards right now. I think we've we've done so many pre-demos of just like random phone recordings, randomly setting up the microphones. But uh, compositionally, I'd say like half to three quarters of the album is written. Um, we want to go in and demo the whole thing in September. Um, and then, yeah from that there'll be an album at some point next year hopefully oh my gosh i'm so ready to play all of it so yeah <laughs> i'm really keen you have like such a unique sound and it's a very um the second i hear the riff and the, that intro especially on teeth i'm like oh it's doris like i just i know this song <laughs> it's um yeah yeah transmission loves it absolutely and i'm really chuffed that you're here because newcastle's ages away i never expect to uh chat <laughs> yeah. people in studio i um, was so like it was so lucky you messaged at the time you did and we were able to set this up because I was like, oh, we'll be in a car on Tuesday probably. Like, hopefully we can make it work whilst we're actually here. That would be cool. And then, yeah, <laughs> I mean, we got back late last night and I set my alarm for like 6.30 and just like sat upright waiting to like wake myself up ready for this. So, yeah. Aw, I feel very special. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you take your jacket off. Sorry. It gets warm in here. <laughs> Better than being freezing cold outside. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. It is actually pretty cold. Yeah. yeah. Wait, is it pretty cold comparatively? Like New Newcastle's obviously gonna oh, be colder. Newcastle's right? oh. freezing. It's like warm <laughs> here. It is Sydney's so even warm. Yeah, yeah. It's totally warm here. I had like a full set of thermals <laughs> yeah. on when we arrived on Saturday and just like instantly had to take everything off because I was like sweating in the van. I was like, where are we? Why is it so warm? <laughs> Yesterday like we were just like chilling and uh, Colin and Miles went to the museum, so Charlie Bronte and I went to the park, and we just, like, played soccer. And then, I don't know, we were definitely too unfit to be running around, because Charlie and I just sweating, like, gagging, just, like, like hands on knees, like, bent over, trying to, like, get, catch our breath, just because... <laughs> We're in all black, like at the park in the sun. It was brutal. It was like <laughs> you punks out there running around in black <laughs> in Queensland. <laughs> it's this hot. <laughs> a bunch of emo kids disturbing the peace. Uh, and you have been having a lovely time in Mianjin. Otherwise, like it's been yeah. good here. Yeah. yeah, it's been really. Sick. I've never, never been here. At least to my memory, I'm actually enjoying it a lot more than I thought I would. I didn't really know much about Brisbane just besides like the gold coast i think and like theme parks yeah look that's that's <laughs> a lot of the international yeah. attention is the gold coast mostly yeah. um but yeah it's been a very rapidly growing city and uh has had a thriving music scene for a very long time do you know that brisbane's actually the origin of punk music yeah well really? internationally we like were, not just that's pretty cool. it's the birthplace we were the like city. talking to the naki soul like <coughs> team about what like scenes are happening here and we were very stunned to hear that there was like actually cool stuff like scrams and emo and like diy jazz stuff like it was all like really cool to hear about so yeah and we all sort of collectively were like oh if we did move anywhere it could be brisbane yeah. <laughs> oh my be gosh, sick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That there was my chat with Bronte and Zeke from Doris. That's the first part. We'll come back and listen to the second part. Amplifying the voices of the trans and gender non-conforming community of Mianjin, Brisbane and beyond. 
transmission on 4ZZZ brings you the latest in trans community news, music and events. Every Tuesday from 9am till 10am, join our team of hosts for an hour of celebrating the unique perspectives of the trans community. Transmission, Tuesday mornings from 9am till 10am on 4ZZZ. Uh, you're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ and we're now about to jump into part two of my discussion with Bronte and Zeke from Doris, who came up and they're doing a tour up and down the coast at the moment. Uh, the East Coast. So yeah, just jump straight back in. So how does gender play into how you make music? Does it is it have an impact? Is it something that you sing about or? For sure. I th- um, I mean, I wrote I write. Mm, let's just say most of the lyrics because I don't want to take away from the influence that I'd get from everyone else in the group, but. Um, I think with birthday cards there were a lot of moments where I like went into my struggles as a queer person but not like in a sense of the outside world but more my own reflections and dealings with it and coming to terms with things like that Um, which track is it? (laughs) Dirtpool Dirtpool definitely like Oh, yeah. Yeah, even Bronte sort of had... Like, yeah. the first time I saw Doris play live, I wasn't actually part of the band yet, but I was just, like, a fan. Um, I played Dirtpool and me and my partner were just standing there, and there's this, like, one lyric, I think, about, like, cutting your hair and, like, being a boy again. And I think in that, I was just watching, I was like, oh, wow, okay. I need to address some like things about myself because I think that's hit a little bit harder than I thought it was and my partner was like the same we both like very much like Dirtpool and like to this day that's probably one of my favorite songs to play just because I can like I like the songs that I am not just playing but I can like connect to because then it obviously gets a bit more emotional and like stage presence and stuff is better but yeah yeah I think Dirtpool uh, really went to that idea of like lack of connection to your own body um, and like learning to let go of certain aspects so that you can like grow and we tried our best I think to represent that uh, lyrically and compositionally like with all the instrumental stuff because um, it starts with like this big ambient intro that was sort of supposed to be a very contemplative moment and then it ends on like this very loud fuzzy like um almost relieving and conquering sound in the outro so it travels over like seven and a half minutes of of you know poems that i had originally written down in my notebook and then just expanded into bigger ideas that focused in on more real things for me i guess yeah wow when you're thinking about your gender and having confusion around body is music part of the therapy for that? Does it help provide clarity? For sure. I think um, Bronte's a visual artist um, and I write a lot of words. just doesn't have to be poetry necessarily, but a lot of like diary entry and journal work. Um, and I think both of us have found a way, especially this year, I think we really focused in on it, but the way, like our ability to represent our struggles with gender identity into our work and so yeah there's definitely a level of like 
I don't, I don't know. It's definitely cathartic in a way because as soon as you put it down like into a physical format, it becomes like a real thing that you get to look at and go, okay, well, what's happening here? Like, how does this make me feel like directly? What can I do with this like information now? Because like, how, how do you identify? I didn't ask either of your pronouns. Terrible. Um, we're both non-binary. Yeah. So they, they, them pronouns? I'm happy with any pronouns from teaser they, them. Yeah. Okay, cool. How, how old were you both when you started having like those realizations about gender? We, oh, God. Ooh, ooh. I was like young, <laughs> I think. I must have been around like nine or ten, just thinking like I would. I have an older brother, so I'd always like wear his clothes and want to hang out with all of his friends. And like I remember, I tried to get him to teach me how to like skate and like ride BMX and stuff like that. And I was always just. It felt like people would be like, "Oh, like why are you wearing your brother's clothes? Like that's silly. Don't do that." And I'm like, I like how I look in these clothes. And then that's just really. Like, I think it was only a couple of years ago where I was like, oh, this is why. Okay, this makes so much sense. Uh, like the penny drop. You're like, yeah. oh, it makes sense. Everything's linking up now. Yeah. And now me and my brother share clothes all the time. So it's perfect. Oh, nice. <laughs> and what about you, Zeke? Um, I think I was around 15 or 16. And mine was less about... I, I think mine became less about how I would present to other people because... For myself, I didn't even really understand it. Um, and it probably wasn't until I was like 18 or 19 that I started understanding what it could mean to be non-binary or or be agender or anything like that. And I, f- I think with my body changing as I grew up, I just lost this idea of like, all right, I'm, I'm a guy. I just didn't, it didn't fit uh, into what I felt. And then I think my uh, upbringing around specific men made me realize that I definitely did not want to be categorized into that group of people ever. And then my, my like mentality towards it and even like my physical body just like could not like conform to that idea of, um, a specific gender necessarily I definitely thought of it more as like a a fluid spectrum that I just exist in somewhere yeah right that's a nice place to be to be like I'm I'm free to create my own identity and my body is just you know this vessel that I'm in yeah um, and I can express my gender and my through my body however I'd like yeah Um, that's really cool that's really powerful it's cool that you're using music as your as your choice of creative outlet to explore your feelings and your and your gender and culture and everything. I'm really really excited for your album now. Now that I know that you're making one, that's <laughs> booing. So, <laughs> yeah. and so, where's next on your tour? Uh, we play in Canberra this Thursday at Sideway Bar. Yeah, cool. Um, I will put a link up on the transmission socials of all where your gigs are going to be. Um, So if anyone's down, all the way down the coast from like Sydney, Melbourne, Newcastle as well, um, Doris is coming your way. So um, yeah, go go out there, go support them. Um, Thank you both so much for coming in this morning. On such an early, (laughs) early on a Monday morning too. (laughs) Thank you for having us. Thank you. Been heaps of fun. Thanks for listening to our songs, guys. Thanks, (laughs) thanks Kitty Records for... 
Uh, thanks to Caleb and Riley from Kitty Records for being epic. That there was my chat with Bronte and Zeke from Doris. You're listening to Transmission on 4 Triple Z. Coming up to the end of the show now. Yeah, I thought it'd be good to mention that it's NADOC week. You know, let's... <sighs> There's so much to unpack here. I'm just, my brain just turned into like complete static as I as I said that. But I am First Nations Charua, South American. This is not my land. This is stolen land. And we should respect that. And we should know about that. And the fight that is being fought overseas, across the ditch, across the Pacific, for First Nations people over there is the same as here. We want their land back. We want our land back. And um, I've got some music from Bobby Sanchez, who's a Quechua trans woman, two-spirit. She is just an absolute powerhouse. And a lot of what she has to say is very similar to the dialogue that you hear from Indigenous people. Um, These songs talk about struggles, talk about land back, talk about things that you've probably heard before and you will continue to hear until until we have it back, until we have what's ours. So, yeah, that's the end of Transmission, pretty much. If you're listening on the podcast, you can listen to these songs. Just look up Bobby Sanchez. She's absolutely amazing and really, really powerful. So, yeah, I implore you to. Yeah, thank you so much for tuning in Transmission. If you'd like to listen back to anything, you can head to 4ZZZ.org.au. Um, you can check out our schedule, our programs, and you can listen back to any of the shows on 4ZZZ, up to five or six shows, I believe, on demand. You can listen anytime. You don't have to always listen live, which is great, because I know trans people aren't always up at 9 a.m. wanting to listen in. So, yeah. Um, anyway, I'm going to stop waffling on. You've been listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Transmission. See you next Tuesday, 9 to 10 a.m. on 4ZZZ.